Welcome to the High Performer Blueprint Podcast, where busy professionals learn the habits to become a high performer and live the healthy lifestyle they dream about. I'm your host, Leak Bola. Let's go. Today, we are joined by Michael Wilcoxon, owner and coach of Hope Built Fitness. Michael, how you doing? Hey, I am having a great day. I'm happy it's Friday, and uh, I really can't complain. That's awesome. Yeah, it's always great when the weekend is here. I've been connected with Michael for a while now. Uh, it's always been great to connect with other coaches that are always changing lives. So really glad to have Michael on for this podcast. So, Michael, could you introduce yourself to the audience? Hey, guys and gals. Um, my name is Michael Wilcoxon. Um I'm originally from Louisiana. I moved to Texas when I was three, and I just relocated up to Long Island. Um, I'm actually on the South Shore in the middle of Long Island. Uh, my fiance is up here. But um, basically, I am the owner of Hope Built Fitness. Um, I specialize in helping clients lose weight and basically help them fill up their cup. What does that mean? That means that nutrition and fitness is just a platform because here's the, here's the deal. If we want long-term results... Um, we really have to change the way you think. We have to talk about mindset and we really have to teach you. The one thing that all my clients have in common is, is you need to learn how to fill up your cup again. What does that mean? If you're giving to your family, your friends, your job, your career, your business, and you're not reinvesting into yourself, how much do you have left to give? If your cup's empty and you turn it down, there's not even a drop left. How high, uh, uh, really how much, how much can you contribute to others in a high level? You really can't. So that's what I get my clients to do because many people feel, um, I, I, I feel like many people really feel selfish for doing that. But I teach them, like, hey, this is not selfish. Take care of yourself first. Now you have more to give. And secondly, um, where I learned a lot of things from is I studied, you know, uh, I actually played football at the University of Texas and I studied fitness and health promotion. And unfortunately, my career got uh, cut short from getting a concussion, but honestly, it's the best thing that ever happened to me because I had to reinvent myself. And that's what I helped my clients do. It was the most painful thing I've ever done. But once I got on the other side, I realized, you know, all those things happen for a purpose and they happen for a reason, but I still did my part and I had to work on myself and I'm really glad I went through all that. So that's basically who I am. Um, yeah. I know we're both really big on mindset and getting into that and mm -hmm. helping them. Absolutely removing some of the limiting beliefs they may have and to really focus on the transformation, they have to do that. So this is really what we want to focus on and really help people on this episode. So how important is it to remove those limiting beliefs? I believe it's everything, everything in all caps. So I might as well yell it in the microphone, but I'm not going to do that <laughs> out of respect for your ears. <laughs> but, um, you know, I know mindset is such a boring topic for most people and a lot of people think that's, oh, that's hippie BS or, or whatever, pardon my French, but let's be real. All the people who really care about mindset are the people who put in the work and they put in the work, not just for a week or two and said, oh, it did work. They've done it for years on end. Because if you met me seven or eight years ago, when I first started my business, you would be like, this guy's not a leader. Why would I follow him? But I've been able to turn and mold myself into a leader. I still have things I need to work on, just like we all have good habits and we all have poor habits. Or we may have habits in certain areas like business, friendships, all those things. But many people come to me where they're successful at business. Uh, I work with a lot of engineers too, or their careers. But they start neglecting working on themselves because they focus just on one thing. 
And then now they get stuck and they now these things that they've not worked on are starting to hold them back. Right. So the, the one thing that I had to do is I had to reinvent myself. And like I said, it was difficult. But once I worked on myself, I started putting good information into my brain, reading, understanding myself better. Like I have ADHD, for instance. Right. Um, and ADHD can be a superpower, but a lot of people look down on themselves and set all these limitations on themselves. But I look at it as my superpower, but I, that just means my brain works a little bit differently. And I might have to focus on hyper, like I can hyper focus for 45 minutes to an hour. I can't do it for a super long time, but I can focus way more, more deeply than someone else who's not ADHD. But then I have to take a 20 minute break and do something I enjoy for me to stay engaged. So that's an example. I had to learn that by understanding myself. But for a long time, I ignored it because I didn't want to have a label on myself and hold myself back. But until I faced it head on and said, you know what, I do have this and it affects your relationships. It affects everything. But a lot of people would rather avoid things and they'd rather be, they would rather be comfortably miserable than be uncomfortable temporary, temporarily to have long-term peace and long-term success in any area of their life. And I believe that the sooner that you learn to face things head on and face the things that make you the most anxious, the sooner that you can overcome these things. But where does anxiety and all these things come from? A lot of these things come from procrastination. Why do you procrastinate? Because you don't believe in yourself. And the reason you don't believe yourself, the, the, the more you build the procrastination habit, the longer that you wait to face these things head on, the bigger that mountain gets of all of these things that you have to face at once. And when you face it, it's a rude awakening and it can be tough. But I think true peace is only being 100% honest with yourself and being true to yourself. And the only way you can be at true peace is to be 100% honest with yourself. And that is the hardest thing. But most people, like I said, would rather be comfortably miserable than be um, uncomfortable temporarily and be at peace long-term. But I think if I could give anyone that gift, I would say that's one of the biggest gifts you can give someone. Um, And that's, I'm much happier than I was seven or eight years ago, but I, a lot of it was discomfort getting to this point. And uh, if you're listening right now and you're like, this is lame, this is BS, just try it. But you have to commit for a few months because this is not going to change overnight. But most people just like, I know you work with clients too, I always say, are you willing to commit for at least four to six weeks? Because a lot of people will do something for two weeks and say it's not working, but you see yourself every day, right? But if you wait four to six or maybe eight weeks, two months, like a month and a half or two months, now people are going to start noticing the differences. And now you have that positive reinforcement before you didn't believe in yourself, but now people start noticing it. And maybe that's a little bit of a boost to keep you going, right? So that's just a few examples of how I've implemented my life and things that I talk about with my clients, because the way you, I I always say this, and I have all my clients read the slide edge um, and it brings all these components. And this is what helped me go from stuttering where I literally cannot communicate even with my family members on the phone to being a top person out of 500 people managing accounts um, when I used to do sales. And I wasn't a salesy person. I was good at identifying and solving problems and creating value. And that's what business is about or anything in life. Um, But at the end of the day, I'm so glad I did that because I knew I wanted to own a business someday, but I forced myself to face stuttering. And literally, I remember one time, Lee, that uh, I started stuttering and I was uh, uh, like, I'm stuttering now if I started thinking about it. And this lady was like, "Uh, really? Because I was just trying to say, hey, is James there or some arbitrary name? And, and she laughed at me 
and it pissed me off and it stabbed me out of it. And I, and I said, yes, may I speak with James? Mm-hmm. Please. Thank you. But I was super nice. I changed my tone and then she started stuttering. It was hilarious, but I'm so glad I faced that because if I would have held myself back and never worked on this seven years ago, where would I be today? And I'm only sharing my story to say, if I can become a top person at a sales company, or if I can overcome stuttering and own a business where I talk to people on the phone daily, then I promise you, you can lose the 20 or 30 pounds. You can. But the thing is, it all starts with what do you believe in your brain? And when I read the slide, when I read the slide edge, I realized that if I just improve a little bit each and every day, even if it's not even noticeable, it's like half a percent every day. Eventually, it adds up to be a lot. It's the same as compounding interest with money, right? You may invest $20 mm-hmm. when you're 18, and all of a sudden, over time, over 30 years, it becomes massive over time. And it's the same thing with investing yourself. And that's 10 or 15 minutes a day. That's reading 10 pages of a good book per day. Now each, each year you've read 10, 10 books. Like it's very tangible, small, tiny things or making your bed when you tell yourself you're going to, or not hitting the snooze button because you build trust slowly with yourself over time. So, but guess what? You have a choice every day. If you hit the snooze button, you say you're going to wake up at seven, you wake up at seven 15 and you didn't wake up at that time, guess what? You lost trust with the most important person that you need to earn trust with is you. So everything starts with you. And the sooner that you can take full responsibility, just like me and you own businesses, right? You run this podcast. If these things don't do well, guess what? Can we blame anyone else? Right. Well, we can, but we're not going to go anywhere. But if we really learn to blame ourselves and take full responsibility for it and give ourselves grace when it's necessary, but look at making mistakes as a learning opportunity, and a blessing instead of something that's bringing us down or why me, instead of going from a victim mentality, become a, becoming a solution oriented, having that mindset is everything. And those are things I teach my clients. And I love that you hit on all these points, Michael, especially sharing your story. And I think it's so key when we hold ourselves accountable, because then we can start addressing those things. And like you mentioned, if you don't get outside your comfort zone, you're never going to really grow. You have to get out of your comfort zone to grow. And uh, it's funny you mentioned the slight edge because uh, Michael actually recommended uh, that book when I was actually looking for uh, a book to help me. Uh, me and Michael were in a coaching program uh, together. And that book, I got to say, definitely the same thing has happened to you. It happened to me to change my life and really got me to think of things differently. So if you definitely haven't read the slight edge, that's the book I would recommend. I recommend that book to a lot of people now, and it really has helped me address things with mindset. And I've uh, definitely read so many more books because of that. So definitely a book to uh, get. And we're not uh, getting any uh, commission off of those books, but it's nope, a great none, book. None. <laughs> but it is a great hey, book. Hey. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's to double down on that. Um, you know how many people, even other coaches that have read it and been like, Mike, I wish I read this 10 or 15 years ago. I, I mean, a, t- a ton of my clients, you know, like they, they tell me the same thing and they're like, wow, if I just improve each and every day, or if I'm patient and, and here's the, here's the main thing. And I'm, I, I know I jump around, I'm ADHD, but the one thing that I've really noticed is the biggest thing in life is setting expectations with relationships, with, um, your goals are setting realistic expectations. Cause just like, you know, if you work with a client and they expect to lose 20 pounds a month, cause they're comparing their self to Karen over here. Uh, no, uh, no negative connotations on the word Karen. I just, the first thing that popped in my mind, um, <laughs> but, but wouldn't it make sense to be consistent over time and make small changes than to focus on massive changes that you can't maintain? I mean, that's what it's about. 
And if you keep, if you, instead of focusing on the outcome, if you focus on the process, like doing your cardio, doing your resistance training, um, just eating a little bit healthier and you're consistent with that, that's going to go so much further than expecting this massive change in a short amount of time. And it's the same thing. If you look at weight loss, did you gain the weight overnight? No. Are you going to lose it overnight? No. So, so that's an unrealistic expectation. Now, if you expect it might take a year to hit your goal, just like I've helped several clients who's over hundred pounds, a ton losing 30 pounds, 50, 60 plus pounds. And we did it in a way that number one, you didn't have to kill yourself. Number two, you felt good and you had more energy. Well, when you feel good and you get enough sleep, we know that you're more likely to make good decisions because when you're hangry and pissed off and you have no energy and you feel bad, you usually choose whatever's convenient, right? So these are like some of these habits that I'm talking about, just getting sleep and water. Because if you drink enough water, guess what happens? Half the time your body mistakes thirst for hunger. So if we solve that equation, we set that foundation. Now we're not, now we're not fighting ourselves to stay on our plan. And then if we get enough sleep, if you don't sleep enough, guess what happens? Well, your blood sugar is upregulated. So that makes you hungry. Ghrelin, the main hunger hormone makes you hungry. Leptin is what makes you full. So you don't have to know all these details, but just know that if you get enough sleep and now we're not having to fight ourselves, now we have plenty of energy. Now we're in a good position to make good decisions. Wouldn't it be a lot easier to be consistent and not fight yourself all the time if we just fix those two things? Yeah, that's so. Huge. Yeah, and I know you probably say, teach a lot of these things with your clients, but these are the foundational pieces that would these only help with nutrition and fitness? Or other areas of life, right, Lee? Exactly, exactly. And that's, and I think that's why we've helped clients so well is because we, we translate that, right? We tell them that it's not just about your health because if you can improve through these principles, you can apply it to any area of your life. And I know we both do that heavily within our coaching. And that's really exactly even in the slide is that the book talks about is every area of life, right? Every area of life. And just to you really to know is just, you know, slight edge works for you or against you. Uh, so it's just so crucial that, you know, people do understand that. And I'm glad we're really touching on that. And that kind of gets to the next point is we know when someone's mindset, you know, when they first come in, it's definitely not where it should be. And we know a lot of people have negative thinking and it really stops them within growing in their, you know, health and just even other areas of life. So how do you help your clients go from like that negative thinking to positive thinking? So the one thing I've noticed, especially with some of my bigger clients that are like 300 plus pounds or 400 pounds, you don't get that way having a high, I I hate the word self-esteem and you'll even hear Tony Robbins say, I hate that word because it's overly used and I agree, but you don't get to that weight by having high standards for yourself. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying anything negative about some of these people, but what I'm saying is Mm -hmm. the reason that they get to that point is because they believe they're not worth it. They believe that they're just a fat person. And how do they get to that point? Maybe someone told them that in the past and they're having trouble letting that go. Or a lot of it has to do with negative self-talk because here's the thing, your brain is created to receive information and you become, have you heard of, I'm sure you've heard this Lee and they talk about this in the slide edge as well. You, you become like the five people you surround yourself with, right? Exactly. And, and, and why is that? Because your sense of reality, um, your actions are dictated by your perception of the world, okay? How you perceive the world. And whoever you surround yourself with, that becomes your new standard of living, what is normal to you. 
So it's the same thing as if someone's overweight, everyone is overweight in their family, even though they can, everybody can be lean and everybody can be healthy. If every single person you surround yourself with growing up um, had diabetes and things like that, a lot of people just believe that's destiny. But what's really happened is you've had your family be like, oh, we're just big boned. We're just this or that. But pardon my French, it's all bullshit. If you if you tell yourself the story on a daily basis, like I'm not good enough, I'm fat, I'm this, you're 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 making a statement. You're 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 saying I am this. These I am statements are really dangerous. But just like the slide edge, it can work for you or against you. Right. Instead of saying I'm fat, just say you know what I'm overweight right now. I'm not happy where I'm at. But guess what? Every single day, I'm getting one step closer to being the lean, the healthy version of me. And it's not about being sexy or having abs. Everybody's idea of some people want to do be strong as hell. Some people want to have abs and be shredded. Some people just want to feel good and have longevity. But whatever you're seeking, whatever you're going after, be careful with the language that you use because we all have bad habits in certain areas. Um, certain Sometimes we hide behind a mask that we're comfortable with because like I've always been the big muscular guy. And for a while I hid behind that. But now I do have a successful business. I do have a beautiful fiance, but I didn't attract those things to my life until I believed I was worthy of those things. I didn't attract those things until I adopted some of those things that would get me there because I started modeling other people who are successful that I look up to. And that's how I got to where I am at today. And that's why it's so important to work with a coach. I work with three different coaches last year. I work with a, a business coach. I work with a, uh, a fitness coach so I could learn more aspects of training, um, see what things I don't like, see what I do like that they're doing. And that makes me a better coach because I know what it's like to be a client. And then I had an acting coach because I do that on the side for fun. But at the end of the day, the most important thing is how you talk to yourselves. What are you putting in your brain? What content are you consuming? And not to mention, when are you creating? Because half the time we're just watching and looking at all, all this media of everyone else. When are you sitting down and asking yourself, what do I really want? What is your vision? And how much clarity do you have on your vision? And I have all my clients use something called the high performance planner, because if you don't know where you're going, how in the world are you going to get there? What steps? What's the first step? You don't know, right? So mm-hmm. I know I'm throwing a lot at you. I'm referring to the audience. Um, but I really want you to think about these things because what changed my life is I started listening to these motivational speeches and long-term, I actually want to, that's actually what I want to do just because it changed my life. And I remember I was listening to some of these people like Les Brown, TD Jakes, Tony Robbins, um, Jim Rohn. And I used to think, again, like I said earlier, I used to think all this stuff was BS, but I would listen and I would hear a story. And uh, one of my favorite people is um, that comedian, I, I can't think of his name. He has like five different shows um, and, he, and he's absolutely hilarious. But um, just hearing other people's stories and realizing that everyone started at the same place you were at. A lot of these people, some people grew up in the hood. Some people had more money, but they were abused. Like everyone has crap that they deal with. But my question for you is, you know, when you're dealt cards in poker, you, you have to play your, your cards to the best of your ability. Yes. You can't just get different cards and that's okay. So you, you always have to make the best of what your situation is. But at the end of the day, circling back to this is how do you talk to yourself, who you're surrounding yourself with, and what content are you putting in your brain? Because what you consume on a daily basis is what you become. And no one can give it, convince me otherwise. And until I started helping, until I started 
hanging out with people who had dreams, aspirations, and hopes and desires that were not easy to obtain. That's when I started getting those things that at first I didn't believe I could achieve, but over time I did because again, it's like a snowball effect with the compounding interest in investing in yourself over time, you'll grow and grow and grow. And you'll look back and be like, wow, a year ago, this situation would have happened and I would have broke down, but you know what? I didn't even shed a tear today. I didn't even flinch, but I encourage you, if y'all are having trouble, start listening to some of these people because you'll realize that all these successful people, most of them started in a position just like you. And I remember I used to listen to some of these, these motivational speeches and I would just start crying. And then one of my friends was like, are you okay? And I'm a big guy and I, I'm not really ashamed to share my emotions because let's be real, like sometimes it would just strike an everyone. And I realized, wow, these people are not really different. They go through the same thing. They're not motivated all the time. They replace motivation with discipline and they learn that over time. And it's like a muscle. You know, if you're not working it or you're doing what's easy and just going on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, and you're not using it in, in a formidable way or a way that's actually going to help you get closer to your goals, what are you doing? You know, but clarity, vision, focus, and who you surround yourself with and everything. I know I keep on saying it, but I'll say it again, is everything. You have to change what you're telling yourself. You do have to affirm positive things. You know, if you're starting to get those positive thoughts in your head, it really changes everything. And that's a big step. And like you said, if it's it goes more than just, you know, consuming just like you said, even the health aspect. I think as a coach, if we want to really change someone's mindset, we have to remind them about other things as well to really help them because it, it comes all full circle. If you're only focusing on just one area, then something's lacking. It can really stand out. So I mean, that's huge. And I know that's why you've been able to help a lot of clients because, you know, mm -hmm. focusing on that, man, I know that's important. So is there a transformation from a client that stands out the most to you? Yes. Um, so his name is Adam. He was actually an engineer um, or he still is an engineer. And he was working, I believe he was working originally for um, IBM. Uh, I don't want to share all his personal information, but um, he had lost a little bit of weight with me. He had went from 305 to about 260. And then, um, and then he was really nervous about actually upping his calories because he wasn't eating enough. And obviously, if you're not eating enough you're, and you're losing super fast, you're burning through muscle. So I said, how about this? You've done so far really well so far, but um, why don't we go ahead and increase your calories? Um, temporarily, we might have to take a step back or two. You're gaining a little bit of weight back, but long term, you will lose more weight. And guess what? Once we got his, we, we increased his calories. Um, he was in the gym four or five days a week. He did his cardio. He did everything I asked him to do. Um, our, he ended up going from 305 total, even slightly before he worked with me, down to 173. Because his goal was, you know what? If I'm taking it this far, I want to get abs. And he actually ended up getting abs. And um, after that, the, the main thing I want to teach people is how to get out of your own way. Because just like we were talking about limiting beliefs, most of the time we get in our own way. We make things way more difficult. And I think simplicity is key applications, everything. So I really believe in starting small, doing small, getting small wins. And over time, you trust yourself more and more. Just like first start waking up on a, at a certain time, then start saying, I'm going to go to the gym three times a week, or I'm going to walk 10,000 steps this week, every day. And then, then you go to the gym and just build up from there. But essentially it was really cool. Adam ended up getting a six pack. We went from 305, like I said, to 173. And then and then he's like, you know what? I'm really tired of my job here. Like, I really want to, um, he ended up getting a job at a Starbucks, uh, not a Starbucks, but a, a startup. And he, he ended up getting a massive raise. 
And then he's like, I don't like my apartment anymore. So he bought, he ended up getting a house and then he started, I noticed that he didn't really date a lot and then he got more confident. So he started, um, he got a girlfriend who he's still with, but it's just crazy how this one area of his life he worked on and he applied everything he learned from here. And um, he thanked me, but he did all the work. You know, I, I'm, I, I'm happy to push him in the right direction, but he changed all these things in his life. And that all started with his mindset, him being more confident in himself, him learning to trust himself and him learning to be able to take a leap and be uncomfortable temporarily for long-term, long-term peace, gratitude, and fulfillment. And that's what he did. And I'm super proud of what he's done. I have a lot of other client stories like that, but he's one of, uh, uh, I really respect him for all, uh, all the trust that he put in me, but I'm super proud of him. And I, and I can't state that enough. Yeah. That's an inspirational story there. And I, I like that you mentioned because him changing his health, it affected others areas of life to give him the confidence to do more. And I think that's the great thing about it. And the reason I feel like health is so important. If you change that, it will really improve a lot of areas of your life. And I think that is so important. And I know how you just share that story with about Adam, how he was able to make that transformation. So how do you help clients really focus on the long-term results like for him for example he's still crushing it how do you get them to focus on the long-term results in this instant gratification world you know a lot of it has to do with obviously we talked about mindset and changing of thinking right so obviously i have them read the slide edge does every client do that no but all the clients that do that i get the best results but secondly i have my clients use the high performance planner and um, there's a very popular book with a massive Facebook group behind it. Over 50 to 100,000 people are in this group. Um, have you, are you familiar with the book Atomic Habits? And the oh, yeah. That? I read that, I think, a few months ago. It's an awesome book. Yes. So the person who created the High Performance Planner, um, I have them do this and read the slide edge because the better you understand yourself, the more that you know what to change. And then secondly, if you have a long-term, the main thing that I think that's the most important thing is having a vision and setting goals, because if you don't write them down, they're just thoughts and dreams. But you know what? I think the beauty in the world is you can act, you actually have an opportunity every day, especially here in America. I know a lot of people bitch about it and say how terrible it is. Go to the Middle East, go somewhere else where you don't have freedom. And let's be real at the, at the end of the day, you have so much opportunity here and you have to know what you're, you're going after. It's just like, how are you going to hit a target if, if, if you don't know what you're aiming at? That's the main thing that I try to c- cultivate with my clients is what is your vision? What do you want out of life? What's your end game? How do you want to live the rest of your life? Like, what are some goals that you have? Not just in fitness, but monetarily, relationship goals, family goals. How do you see your life? And be honest with yourself. Because guess what? You might have to change. And that's kind of a rude awakening. But if you're not happy with the reality that you're living in, then guess what? All we have to do is change our actions and our actions equals results. So if we know we want a different life, we have to change our actions to get a different result. It's really that simple. But most people don't want to admit that. It's a lot easier to focus on excuses than to actually take accountability and and, and own it. Let's just be real. But the main thing, a tool I use is a high performance planner. I actually have it open right now. It asks questions like, if one word could describe the kind of person I want to be today, then that word is and why I chose it. So for me, uh, I personally believe in a higher power. So I put a godly leader who leads by example and who is a leader in my household. So I want to have a family in the next two or three years. 
I know exactly what my vision is. But the main thing that I do with my clients that I have, I haven't really seen anybody do this, but I think it's really cool. And it's been very powerful is I ask all my clients, what is it, what is on your personal constitution? A lot of people are like, well, what's the hell? What the hell is that, Michael? I have no idea what you're talking about. All right. So I want you to imagine, and I, I kind of want you to do this leap if you can. Imagine two or three people that you look up to in life. And I want you to think about why you look up to those people. Because here's the thing. If you look up to someone, would it be fair to say that they may have some attributes that you wish you had in you that they have that you don't have? Right. You think that's fair to say? Yes. Right. So what attributes do these people have that you can adopt and you can make it part of your creed or part of your constitution? So I usually ask my clients, come up with two or three things and put them in powerful statements. I am statements. Remember, I am statements work for you or against you. So the person I look up to, I'll use myself as an example, is my father. My father was in the military 28 years. He was in the army. He was a trainer at NTC. He was a he was about to be promoted to a full colonel, so he's pretty high ranking. He was a nuclear biochemical warfare officer. He's literally a genius. He's brilliant. And he's the one that got me into fitness. Um, but I've always looked up to him, not just because of what he's done for our country, but also what he stands for. No matter what, uh, my dad's also an ordained pastor. And no matter what, what you believe in, I respect, like, whether you believe in a higher power, or the universe, whatever it is, I respect that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, no matter what, whether I agree with him or not, he always stands by what he believes in. And he always does what's difficult. Um, I'm not going to go too much into it, but there was a thing where someone in our family ran up like $250,000 of credit card debt and forged it in his name. And it would have hurt some of the kids of theirs. And he didn't report it. And he paid for half of it just so it wouldn't hurt the kids. And I saw him do that. He had a suffer, but he he was taken care of. He did everything he needed to do. He did the right thing, what he believed was right, even if it hurt him. And I respect that because life is not just about money. Life is about impact, changing others, and us helping each other as a society and as, as, as a world. And I believe that 100%. Another thing that I've noticed is he's not afraid to speak up with and share what he believes in because he thinks it has an impact on the world. And you know what? If he believes that and he's 100% truthful with him and that's what makes him at peace, I respect that 100%. So that's just a few examples of things that I've adopted in my personal constitution. Number one, doing what's right, even if it hurts me. Um, And number two, standing up for what I believe in and um, always owning up to my mistakes. And I think that's huge. And if more people really thought about these things, I think overall we'd be a better society and a better world for it. And that's awesome. And I, I think that's so key. Uh, I was going to say personal uh, constitution of is something very similar to like a personal mission statement that I believe in. I've, if anyone's read yeah. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, uh, Stephen Covey covers that. And that's something uh, that is huge as well, like you mentioned. And it's saying those things and it's really believing in that because then you've lived your life by that, which is so powerful because you can hold yourself accountable, like we're mentioning it, and you can have yourself grow in all those different areas. So, I mean, that is huge. So what would you tell someone, Michael, right now that is struggling with taking action on their journey? Do it. Go. Because every day that you wait is another day of suffering and by the way, I used to be a very depressed person. I didn't want to be here. Like, uh, I remember when I played football and I got a concussion, I was like, this is personally what I thought. I was like, God, why'd you make me so good at something? And when I crossed the road, I was like, I wish that car would, part of my friends fucking run me over. 
and I didn't want to be here anymore. And, and that's a terrible feeling. And for a long time, I existed and I didn't live life. And the reason that I want to speak and do all these things and share my story is I want you to know that on a daily basis, you have an opportunity to reinvent yourself and do a 180 and completely change your life. You know, I had a family member who was addicted to heroin for like five years. And then he ended up being having a top honors. I come from like a well-educated, successful family and that stuff can grip anyone. But I saw him turn his life around and, and, and get top honors. Now he has a great job and completely change his life. And I did the same thing where I didn't have a drug problem or anything, but I had a mindset problem. I had a problem where I didn't believe in myself. I thought I was a piece of shit. I thought I had nothing to offer. I thought I had failed at football because I got a a concussion. And um, I held myself back and I have no one to blame that blame. I can't blame anybody else but myself. But when I finally hit rock bottom and I was like, I just can't do this anymore, you know, because I'm either going to live life or not exist. And I chose to live. So if you're feeling down right now, if you're frustrated with life and you're not happy, just know that sometimes you go through things that makes you stronger. Um, don't run from the pain. Um, sometimes it's better to embrace it and work through it. And that's, I do that at the gym. Um, if I could give that gift to anybody, I would say, go to the gym, work hard, focus on what you can improve on a, on a daily basis. Listen to things that inspire you. Listen to people that inspire you. Because even if you think it's bullshit, like I did initially, there's certain people that you're just going to have, and it's going to strike a nerve and you'll feel emotional. And you're like, wow, this person's just like me. If they can do it, I can. And that is the number one thing. And, and not to mention, a lot of people, I hear this commonly. So many people I get on calls with, they're like, oh, I'm not motivated. You know what? That's very common. I used to feel the same way. And I used to think that, why are all these other people motivated? And why am I not? And blah, blah, blah. But guess what? Everybody's thinking it backwards. Everyone in this address, this is addressed in the slide edge. Action equals some results. And now once you get some results, now you have more belief and now you're motivated. Just like that example at the gym. If you're not, if you're overweight and you're depressed where you're at, guess what? Every day you go to the gym, every day you do cardio, every day that you eat healthier is one day you're getting one day or one pound closer to the life that you've always wanted. And then guess what? Once you get there, you may think all your problems are going to be solved. There's not, there's always going to be challenges. There's always going to be room to grow. But at the end of the day, the number one thing you need to do is take action. Then you will get results, whatever you're trying to focus on. And then now you're going to feel motivated and that's how it works. That is so amazing and powerful. I'm so glad that you shared all that, Michael. Uh, This has been an amazing episode. So where can the audience get connected with you at? So um, on Instagram, um, so I'm on Instagram and Facebook. So my name is Michael Wilcoxon. That's W-I-L-C-O-X-O-N. C as in cat. All right. Um, and then uh, on Instagram, you can find me at Hulk, H-U-L-K, built B-U-I-L-T. That is my business, Hulk Built Fitness. Um, you can find me on there. I like to create value. I like to share uh, a lot of weight loss tips. Um, and yeah, those are the two places that you can find me. Awesome. Get connected with Michael. Michael, once again, man, thank you for joining us. I know the audience is really going to level up from this. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me, Lee. And uh, I really appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us this week. To view the complete show notes and all the links mentioned in today's episode, head over to ltaperformance365.com slash performer. Before you go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And if you love this podcast, feel free to leave a review. 
And if you're ready to create your own high performer blueprint, be sure to head over to LTAPerformance365.com and we'll talk soon.